Praise God. Say hallelujah. Okay, shall we refund it? Okay, shall we stand please? Lord, we want to turn to you this uh, evening. We ask you truly to speak your word into each one of our hearts. Your word says, the, spirit I, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And as we open our hearts to you, open our minds to you, we pray that your word will fall and truly bring life to each one of us, a new life to each one of us. Oh Lord, we turn to you, Lord, because you have the words of everlasting life. We pray this evening, your word, which is sharper than a double-edged sword, Lord, will, you'll speak into each one of our hearts, Lord. Lord, we just pray that your word will quicken our hearts and quicken our spirits, Lord, so that truly we can truly live the way you want us to live, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Please be seated. Thank you. Praise God. So, uh, I've been given a topic. I have to stick to it. Yeah, uh, a glow in the spirit. Uh, this is uh, a beautiful uh, passage from Romans. Yeah, actually, Romans 12, verse 11 says, Never flag in zeal, be a glow with the spirit, serve the Lord. Uh, uh, Romans 12, verse 11 says, uh, never, never flag in zeal, be a glow with the spirit, serve the Lord. And uh, I was looking at this version. This version is RSV. You will not find this anywhere else. The word flag in zeal, the word aglow with the spirit, you will never find in any translation except RSV. Because they want Catholics to aglow. Mm. Yeah, say yes, no? Yeah, laugh, no? Okay. Okay, so, so I put another translation also, just to make sure that you know we get the correct meaning of it. Uh, in NIV, it is, never be lacking in zeal. Look at this, huh? slightly changed, right? Never be lacking in zeal. Keep up your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. The same thing, but it's a better translation. Never flag in zeal. Be aglow with the spirit. Serve the Lord. NIV it says beautifully, never be lacking in zeal. Keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. So, uh, what we want to do in this session is, I want to touch... All the three points, what, how to, what is zeal, yeah? I want to say what is spiritual fervor and how to serve the Lord. These are the three points that come into the scripture, yeah? So, zeal is, uh, 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 zeal is this great energy. You see, if you look at the dictionary meaning for zeal, it says, great energy, enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective, yeah? So, zeal is also energy. You need to have energy to serve the Lord, no? We can't serve the Lord if we don't have energy. Many people have already dried up brinjals and gone. Yeah? So if you need energy, we'll see how energy can come. It says enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is a good word, isn't it? Uh, it is not necessary. Enthusiasm is not necessary emotional. It can be emotional too, but if it is emotional, it will die soon. Yeah? But it is zeal, emotion, enthusiasm is that zeal and he says for a cause or an objective. We are uh, very clear about our cause and our objective. Our cause and our objective is nothing but Jesus and the kingdom of God. Amen? Say hallelujah. So the writer Rome, Paul is saying if you really want to serve God, if Jesus has to be your objective, Jesus has to be your cause, there must be energy, enthusiasm, zeal. 
because without that you can't serve god without that you will lack um, you will lack this even you will become what say uh, lukewarm yeah that's why another word for zeal is what passion have you heard of passion but if you have people have passion for the lord nowadays if you have some have only passion fruit <coughs> there is no passion is lost you know yeah there is no passion fervor fervor comes how again by having the kingdom of god before you right you see passion fervor devotion commitment all comes through matthew 633 seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you if you don't put god first and his kingdom fervor will go out even if you start well if many people have died away spiritually right yeah there are some people here who are i call the elders of the renewal yeah first fruits huh? but many first fruits have gone no they have become the last fruits no i remember auntie i remember no all right where, but where are the rest no the renewal celebrated golden jubilee am i right the renewal must be born again where is that golden jubilee i can't see any gold left where is the shine gone you see the trouble is just activity you see we sometimes we concentrate only on activity activity you can go on for some time but you will die so that's why uh, paul is saying uh, you know never flag in zeal there should be no lack of zeal in your life and how should zeal come we will see that yeah how to get zeal but he's saying if you want passion if you want energy if you want enthusiasm if you want favor fervor if you want devotion commitment it only comes if your objective and cause is clear if your objective and cause that is jesus and his kingdom is just part time you will vanish for many people jesus and his kingdom is part time that means their main occupation is their work their main occupation is their business their main occupation is their ministry i don't think so if you want to survive have fervor passion your main occupation is the kingdom of god your job comes next your ministry comes next otherwise you will vanish you will vanish or if you don't vanish some are not vanishing what to do but there is no energy no enthusiasm that same fire is gone that enthusiasm is gone we come we come like a dried brinjal go back to the fried one <laughs> isn't it why because okay we, we have got used to coming you see sometimes we get used to coming if i don't come on a tuesday meeting i say i missed something yeah yeah surely that's good idea you miss something but it's not only about missing you should get charged also if you don't get charged at a meeting yeah sometime you will be missing the meeting has always been here we know that right it's always been here people are missing so that's why remember jesus said in john 217 zeal for your house has consumed me look at that the kingdom of god the zeal jesus had this zeal isn't it this passion this fervor that's the reason why Jesus didn't tolerate his temple or synagogue being a marketplace he said excuse me you're misusing it so we can't use prayer meeting we can't use the church 
you know, like a, like an, uh, you know, like a marketplace, you know. I sell and buy. What we should do is to make sure that Jesus, the same seed that Paul is talking about. Remember, Paul is talking about, right? Never lack in zeal. So let's move on, yeah? Never lack in zeal. How to sustain? Yeah, how to sustain? I am sure when we experience the Lord, all of us had zeal. Isn't it? Yeah, even now I preach after the end of the retreat, people are really on fire. Have you seen them? Amazing. Poof, you need a fire extinguisher to put it off. But it doesn't last. So the, so the key is how to sustain it. How to sustain the zeal, this passion, this fervor, this devotion. Because if I learn how to sustain it, I'll make it through. Because ultimately, the Christian life is all about how to sustain your walk with God, how to sustain commitment, how to sustain word of God, how to sustain prayer life. It is all about sustaining it, right? We know how to, what to do. We know what to do, but we need to sustain it. That's why Paul is saying that the way to sustain it is, hey, be a glow in the spirit. That means he's talking about, remember, to have spiritual fervor. To be a glow in the spirit is simple. He's saying you should have spiritual fervor. If you have, we'll come to that. If you have this spiritual fervor, then you will make sure your life is full of passion and zeal. So, you see, what are the causes for lack of zeal? If you look at other translations, it is amazing. They don't even use the word zeal. You should look at some translations. Some, okay, leave it. Some causes for lack of zeal is what? Laziness and slothfulness. Isn't it? In fact, some versions say, don't be slothful. <laughs> Uh -huh. Don't be uh, lazy. Some versions say that. They don't, they don't say aglow in the spirit. They don't say that. So, one of the causes for lack of zeal in our lives is this spiritual laziness. Why do we backslide? Only one reason. One of the reasons why we backslide is we have no commitment to our habits. Prayer. Scripture, Eucharist, sacraments, fellowship. We have no commitment. We'll come when we want. We will go when we want. Therefore, what is happening is we become lazy. And you know how it is. Like it, there is this lack of spiritual activity. What can bring spiritual fervor, spiritual activity? You don't sit to pray. You will struggle all your life. Yeah, yeah, we should pray more. How many of you have the gift of tongues? Hallelujah, says. Yeah, how many of you have gift of tongues? Rest all should get. Everybody must get. But use it now. We got the gift, 1922. And we are sleeping over that gift. That's why we are like that. And we always say, what more is left? What more is left? What more? Nothing more is left. All that you had in the gospel, you have. Saying, Paul would have, I mean... And Paul didn't get this much, I think, no? We have it. We all have it. We are not used it. We have become, you know, like uh, this procrastination, putting off things, brings this slothful spirit, laziness, lack of spiritual activity. There is no diligence, no commitment, no devotion, uh, not working hard enough, hard enough on your life. Yeah, we are not working hard enough on our life. We work hard enough on other people's life. 
they are making it where to the kingdom look at us they will make it because we work so hard on them we push them look at us nobody to push us that's our problem that's our problem nobody to push us we push everybody nobody to push us you know lukewarmness has entered our lives that's why we know revelation 3 15 and 16 if you be hot or be cold if you are lukewarm i will spit you out of my mouth yeah we know it and what brings this uh, lack of zeal lukewarmness familiarity just going coming going coming what help how many have come and gone right more have gone than come right why so second point how to sustain spiritual fervor how to sustain the spiritual fervor the answer is in romans 12 12 so i hope when people are speaking at the national convention yeah this is supposed to be the theme for the national convention huh, in uh, shillong yeah if you don't aglow in the spirit after this talk please go to shillong yeah in october what else to do second chance you may get yeah the answer is in 12 romans 12 12 look at the answer how to sustain spiritual fervor what are you saying rejoice in hope be patient in tribulation be constant in prayer three things right he saying always be joyful always be happy rejoice in hope what is hope rejoice for what is coming that's what he means right yeah not what is there sometimes we look at it and say what to rejoice look at the same man i'm living with what to do <coughs> that's called marriage you know same man will not change boss you have to live in hope you have to rejoice in hope yeah that's how it is hope is expecting faith is that uh, hebrews 11 verse 1 right that is faith i rejoice in hope making sure you know there is joy one of the fruit of the holy spirit is joy isn't it we concentrate too much on happiness right there's a difference between happiness and joy joy god is the source joy happiness can come through things there's a lot of people very fast they get disillusioned why you know happiness no it's not happiness in the bible it's all about joy if you have joy in your life it will sustain spiritual for he says uh, is it here yeah he says be patient in tribulation suffering yeah patient but again you, you know when paul said be patient in tribulation what kind of patience this active patience not just resign to your fate some people know oh this is not working i resign to my fate thy will be done bless you yeah a wrong theory it is a wrong theory you know to just resign to your fate no you don't resign to your fate you fight it amen yeah if you have spiritual fervor you will fight it you will resign you know when when you are lukewarm yeah so this patience is active patience declaring the word of god yeah not just waiting some people have this you no know, uh, in god's time he'll do everything for me do you know when is god's time hello it is now yeah in the bible there is no tomorrow it is all about now paul says you know paul says what salvation today today is the day of salvation it is not tomorrow it's not saying one day god will heal me today god will heal me hello amen 
Yeah, you say one day, you know when you'll go till Kalpali. Yeah. Yeah, because he said one day he will heal me. One day he will heal me. What do you expect to get up suddenly in the coffin or what? You'll go to Kalpali only. The wrong thinking. Change it. Change your mindset. Yeah? Say patient. Patiently means doing what God wants you to do plus waiting on God. They that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount on wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Right? Amen? What kind of waiting is that? Waiting in expectation. Wow. Waiting in faith. It's not just simply resigned. I do nothing now. No, no, that's not the Christian life. Then third point he says, be constant in prayer. Be faithful in prayer. Keep on praying. Constant. Wow. We know one scripture, right? Is it here? Yeah. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 17. Yeah. Rejoice always. Say again, St. Paul. Pray continually. Yeah. Paul is telling us spiritual fervor you cannot manufacture. You cannot. Spiritual fervor is not manufactured. Spiritual fervor comes by rejoicing, being patient and praying continually. Amen? Say hallelujah. You know, I want to tell you this. When I preach to priests, when I preach to priests, I ask them this question. I ask them this question because I'm I, because I ask them this question because I know where I'm going, where I'm going to take them. I ask them this question. Tell me, fathers, most religious priests and religious follow one prayer type: contemplation. Am I right? Hello. Don't worry. Don't worry. What it is? Not not, not worth it. Just look at me. Yeah. Contemplation. Contemplation is what to contemplate the face of Christ. Yeah. CCC tells us that. Contemplation is contemplating the face of Christ, not having something blank. That's not contemplation. That's dangerous, actually. That's dangerous. Some people call it centering prayer, you know? Centering prayer? Centering prayer books are banned by the Vatican now. Because what is centering prayer? This priest said centering prayer is just, you know, keep fixed blank. Just be there. What, what prayer is that? What prayer is that? It's banned. Therefore, Paul is saying rejoice. So I tell the priest, three forms of prayer. We're not going into this here. Eh? We don't have much time. Oh. Anyway, leave it at that. I asked the priest, tell me, can you pray 24 bar 7 in contemplation? Because Paul is saying, pray continually. Be constant in prayer. Pray without ceasing. In other words, he uses it. Without ceasing. I asked fathers, bishop also, can you pray? They said, no. I said, I will teach you. There's another way to pray. There's another way to pray. That's why Paul is saying, how can Paul say this? We know one thing, right? Paul never wrote anything which he didn't do. If Paul wrote something, he did it. But how did Paul pray then? Constantly. Because he preached constantly, right? We know he was one of the best preachers. He preached non-stop almost. Where is the time to pray? Where is the time to pray? 
so we'll we'll come to that what i'm trying to say here is how to be constant so the thing is how to be constant in prayer now we this is part of the spiritual fervor how to be constant in prayer a practice the presence of god in your life yeah presence god is in you amen say hallelujah oh, what a secret not to run searching for god wherever you go his presence will go with you amen say hallelujah wherever you go his light will shine amen hallelujah wherever you go there will be no darkness amen say hallelujah yes god is in you awareness awareness that god resides in you so try paul all the time how many of you have read romans 8 what about the rest when are you going to read romans 8 one of the best chapters ever written in the bible when you go up to peter you know what he'll tell you did you read romans 8 you say no he'll say go down to purgatory <laughs> read and come how can you not read romans 8 sir what christian are you if you don't read romans 8 go home tonight and read romans 8 so that at least you'll get a pass yeah so <clears throat> practicing so paul continuously bombards in all his letter one 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 message god is in you god dwells in you that's why he wrote right 1 corinthians 3:16 your body is the temple of the holy spirit right why because god and he takes this theme right through all his epistles romans 8 verse 9 you are not controlled by your sinful nature look at it you are not controlled by your sinful nature you are controlled by the spirit amen if you have the spirit of god living in you and we know the spirit of god is living in us the catholic church says every catholic through baptism has received the holy spirit amen say hallelujah it is in you the spirit of god is in you the spirit must control your life when the holy spirit controls your life energy will come fervor will come passion will come dedication will come devotion will come that's how it is that's how it is so let become aware god is in you you know i'm just coming from i preached a two day uh, youth retreat in mumbai you know, organized by the ccr 200 youth wow amazing isn't it getting 200 youth and I'm, i i i prepare and go of course after my first talk i somehow felt the holy spirit tell me change your teachings i have never done this much in the sense like you know i mean what you what you plan god honors also right let's also be there huh we not think that what all you plan god never honors every day you go no i know i wait on the lord i wait on the lord i wait on that when they go there make a mess no 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 that's also some junk it is you should prepare i believe in preparation at least i believe in preparation you know so amazing the holy spirit led me i was amazed i gave the talk on the holy spirit first day normally last day if somebody comes praise god that day we keep it last you know last come holy spirit come then only we start singing afternoon session come holy spirit come holy spirit say you are a nut you are, you are a nut you try to preach for one half day without me you crazy fellow i gave the talk the normal talk on the holy spirit first day and what happened you know poof this is god's doing people write to me you know what people are saying 
one, one uh, uh, after praying, uh, then I, you know, because I was, next day I didn't know what to do. Because Holy Spirit, I finished now. I said, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> I said, you see, sometimes when you turn everything, we also get confused, no? What to do next? What to do next? But I prayed continuously. And one session at a time, one session at a time, I suddenly at one point of time, I sense the Holy Spirit tell me, you must give a talk on the gift of tongues. The initiation retreat. You have lost it, isn't it? Gift of tongues talk. They lost it. Which retreat have you heard talk on gift of tongues? The person who talks has that gift. Talking, 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 non-stop. You know. So I prayed. You know, 200 youth, more than 150 of them don't have the gift of tongues. I gave a good session of the gift of tongues, had question answer session and prayed for them. You know what happened? All 150 received it. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. You know what they're writing? Unbelievable testimonies. One girl writes to me and says, after praying in tongues, she said, I had breathlessness. I can't even sing a song for too long. But after receiving the gift and praying in tongues, breathlessness is gone. Hallelujah. One, one girl said, I couldn't sleep in the night. But after when I received the gift and I prayed in tongues, I slept very well. Hallelujah. I just received a testimony, you know, uh, two, two days back before I came. Uh, we do this walking in victory seminars. I don't know if you heard of it, yeah? Walking in victory. Priya helps me in this. Walking in victory seminars. How to walk in victory? If you're not attended, please come, no? Hey, you must organize one, no? What done? <laughs> no, it is only for you to help you. No, uh, not to employ me. Excuse me. Not employ me. I'm full. Yeah. I do. So this lady came for January 1, which we had in St. Joseph's uh, Arts and Science College. And now she's writing a testimony. She had a rash. Terrible rash all over her body. It's to itch. The color is to change. All kinds of medicines didn't cure her. She came for this meeting, heard how to command and pray in tongues. And she said, after that program, I start, I start medicine, she said. I commanded praying in tongues. Today she writes to us saying, completely healed. Hallelujah. The power God has given us, we don't use it. So what is important is Paul is saying, hey, the Holy Spirit dwells within you. Become aware, no? I taught all these people one simple prayer. You should do it also, right? I told them, keep your hands on your heart and say, Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, be my helper. Holy Spirit, take control of my life. Your life will never be the same. And one girl wrote to me this. Once I start doing it, she said, my life is already changing. Peace has come. Peace at home. How? Because the Holy Spirit is in control. He says, you are not controlled by sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit. Amen. And we should do it every day, no? I do it 30, 40 times a day. To become awareness of his presence, right? We want to call to, our, call to mind his presence, right? Simple. Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, be my helper. Holy Spirit, take control of my life. That's all I say. 20, 30, 40 times. Because to become conscious of the Holy Spirit. That's why John wrote in 1 John 4, 4, Greater is he, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Don't get afraid when WhatsApp message comes. Nippa. Some, what, what, what Nippa? Nippa? What is that? Yeah, Nippa? Correct, no? A virus. Hey, what? Yeah? Uh, why are you worried? One guy is asking me. 
Bombay. I want to go to Kerala for a retreat, but it's Nepal. I said, Joker, you are. You see, we are not living in the power. We are not living in the spirit. We know Psalm 91. Every Catholic knows Psalm 91. They don't believe it. They read Psalm 91 and fear comes. What Psalm are you reading? Yeah, you see, there is something called God will, when you pray in tongues, uh, constant, how to be in constant tongues? I feel for me it's the best is to pray in tongues. When you pray in tongues, you know what will happen? Spiritual fervor will increase. The, you'll, you'll get, your faith will increase. You'll get supernatural ability. Yeah. Why else God has made us in his image and likeness, no? To have this supernatural ability of Jesus, yeah? As I told you, yeah, pray in tongues. He says, be constant in prayer. There's no other way, you know? Last, uh, last two weeks back, I was in Kerala. I was preaching a priest retreat at the Benedictine Monastery. 25 priests, provincial, four superiors, and the rest. I am the first layman in the history, in their history, to preach a retreat to them. First layman. How, you see, the church is opening up, brothers. The church is opening. To call a layman, Benedictine monks, to call a layman when their spirituality is all about. Mm. Yeah. You know, they were so open. Of course, I had to take a priest because they said, with you, a priest must come. It's fair enough. So I took a priest. At, when, this is a five-day retreat. Huh? Normally, we give two retreats. For priests, no? we give two retreats. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. And they say they want reflection time. Reflection time is on the bed for them, normally. But anyway, that's how they are. It's the five days. Suddenly, they came after two days. They're telling me, can you give us more teachings? I said, wow. The word of God is working, you see. And there, some of them are scripture scholars. Scripture scholars. So the priest also with me said, Colin, you give them more teachings. I will do what I'm supposed to do. You add teachings. So I'm praying. So Lord, what to do? The Holy Spirit immediately told me, give them a talk on gift of tongues. I said, what? He said, no, give them. So I gave them two teachings on the gift of tongues. Yeah, the gift of tongues and the use and the benefits of the gift of tongues. Uh, there were 25 to 30 of them. And then I told them this. If any one of you want to get the gift of tongues, come to my room. In 30 seconds, you'll get it. You won't believe what happened. Everybody trooped in to my room. Prayed for 30 seconds. Provincial, superiors, that evening's adoration. They forgot their spirituality. They are praying, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody objected to it. Nobody said anything to it. In fact, a priest, after I finished the teaching, came to me and said, you know, he said, I have heard the talk on gift of tongues before, but your teaching is so clear. There is no doubt. You shut out all doubt through your teaching. Openness. You see, the presentation is important. Yeah, sometimes the teachings are important. How to clear a doubt? How to clear a doubt in anyone? Give a good teaching. You clear it out. So all of them, the Benedictine monks today, have changed spirituality. They're praying in tongues. Hallelujah. That's why it is so important for you and for me who have the gift and not use it. Terrible, no? Pray more, no? Look at this. 1 Corinthians 14, 14 verse 2 says, For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God. 
since people won't be able to understand you you will be speaking by the power of the spirit it will all be mysterious amen say hallelujah why are you worried pray pray for hours yeah two hours three hours pray no every day in tongues and you will see supernatural ability coming to you. you can change the weather you can change external situations in life why because supernatural ability jesus had that ability he could calm a storm how peter's shadow healed people right paul's handkerchief healed people right why are they the favorite uh, favorite sons of god no way no way they did something called that's why it, there is a price to pay aha uh-huh. there is a cost involved in discipleship right there's a price to pay for the supernatural ability i if i had more time that i told you in the night vigil i shared pentecost night vigil supernatural ability people are amazed nothing is impossible that's why jesus said in matthew 17 nothing will be impossible for you if you trust me everything is open in your life yeah that's why paul's uh, paul says to timothy 2 timothy 16 stir up the gift of god that is in you stir up what the holy spirit if it is sleeping so many catholics is sleeping no some versions you know say what fan beautiful right fan the gift that is within you fan it fan it how through the word of god through prayer fan it come alive and forever will come in your life yeah so pray in tongues you know a person who prays in tongues is strengthened personally hallelujah we want faith praise world without faith it is impossible to please god impossible to please god so that faith will grow in our life second point is meditate on the word of god right yeah meditate on the word of god it will bring what spiritual fervor please just don't read no use reading at this point in our lives no use reading you must dwell on it ponder on it look at a commentary for little more juice from the word of god otherwise you otherwise you know it will do nothing for you meditate on the word of god yeah it will bring spiritual fervor in your life therefore paul paul tells here never be lacking in zeal but keep up your spiritual fervor we saw this two point serving the lord that will bring service to god you will never get tired amen why energy zeal is energy it will flow into your system it is infectious people will catch it yeah people will catch it that is the power yeah so he says serve the lord never be lacking in zeal uh, have spiritual fervor serve the lord verse 13 gives the answer again how to serve the lord look at it share with the lord's people who are in need practice hospitality wow so it is not just romans 12 verse 11 it is romans 12 11 to 13 because he gives you the answer he says serve share how to serve the lord share don't live selfish life that's what he's saying don't live selfish lives get involved in the lives of people share not enough to come to a prayer meeting say hallelujah and go home not enough you serve the lord by serving his people am i right yeah yes if you don't know what who's coming what are their needs what are their difficulties what community is this become more and more p 
people oriented the gift of jesus is this right the gift of jesus is he was people oriented not project oriented you see i told the priest openly yeah i tell all the priests wherever i preach i preach around eight to eight retreats every year to the priest now layman bishops and i tell them openly we in the church have made a mistake and what is the mistake the mistake is we kept on building 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 so much we have built we have no people to maintain it today do you know that we are selling away property selling away prime property we didn't build people we didn't build people you cannot get vocation if you don't build people impossible build 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 your structure 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 now you're selling away that's the mistake we made don't make it so Christ, that's why it's relational right christianity is relational i i like what kathy did in this before she started the meeting she made you interact isn't it just go to each other say hi uh, give a hug and uh, yeah greet each other with a holy kiss is dangerous but anyway at least here it's okay you're safe looking at your age no problem hallelujah yeah oh, here it's okay not too dangerous youth group you don't quote it no but i liked kathy what you did i really liked it it's so important to come to a meeting we come as a family we don't come as a stranger and go home as a stranger what meeting is that what meeting is that so every meeting do what kathy did no make people to move around greet each other say your name say hello give a hug yeah that is christian life invest time in the lives of people not in programs not in outreaches no in people they will grow that's what jesus did right 12 people just 12 people of course he went on outreach of course he preached but he invested his life on 12 people 12 he turned the world upside down be other centered how to serve the lord please be other centered take care of other people's need that's why i put this now love one another <laughs> yeah love one another win over people by your love win over you cannot win people otherwise by lip service love one another yeah call them if they miss a meeting visit them when they are sick pray for them when they need it pray on the phone okay phone i do a lot of phone ministry yeah. people call across the country across the world for prayer on the phone you can minister you see we should we should live for others am i right yeah i'm not saying neglect your home i'm not saying that yeah we should know boundaries that's why i put here no serving the lord begins at home amen yeah we would love to go outside no 23 hours hallelujah i come only for one hour <laughs> what a great missionary you are no you're a hopeless fellow you'll go to kalpali soon yeah hey serving the lord begins at home serving the lord begins for me to take care of my spouse serve my children yeah charity begins at home home it's easy to serve others i'm telling you it is easy to please others am i right oh yeah so easy all other wives will appreciate you except your own wife <laughs> yes what a lovely husband honey you got 
you know those two people i don't know if i shared the story with you two wives are discussing one wife is telling the other wife look at your husband great guy so polite so kind so gentle this wife told her you want him <laughs> oh yeah for others you know you will not live with this guy for one week she said others is a show charity begins at home charity begins at home here so let's close ephesians 5:18 says instead be filled with the holy spirit yeah never lack in zeal how filled in the holy spirit how can you get spiritual fervor be filled in the holy spirit how can you serve the lord be filled in the holy spirit that's why in luke 4 verse 1 it says jesus was full of the holy spirit hallelujah so we also need to be full of the holy spirit when the holy spirit comes he comes in full no he comes as a package right full doesn't come in half measure 100 ml looks like some of us have only 100 ml we too want to be full of the holy spirit to be filled continually with the holy spirit there is no option conclusion we are saying brothers and sisters how to never lack in zeal how to have spiritual fervor how to aglow in the spirit how to serve the lord practice the presence of the lord practice every day Every day, put your hand on your heart. Say, Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, be my helper. Holy Spirit, take control of my life. You see what will happen to you? The Holy Spirit will respond, right? When you pray like that, He will respond. Pray continually in tongues. Those who have the gift of tongues, pray, you know. Continually. If you don't have the gift of tongues, ask your leader. They'll pray for you. Pray. You'll get. Today, one day, somebody called me from Pune. Brother, I want the gift of tongues. I prayed on the phone. She got it in 15 seconds. That's how it is. You can impart any gift. You can impart any gift. Pray continually. Serve the Lord. Serve people. Never flag in zeal. Be a glow with the Spirit and serve the Lord. Says Saint Paul. Amen. Amen. Say Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Please stand. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray before we go. Hey, those of you who have the gift of tongues, yeah, I want to pray for you also. But those of you who have the gift of tongues. Look at Jesus and let's pray in tongues. Go namana shanda mana namana. Go pray loudly. Come on. Ke namana shanda mana namana namana namana. Go namana shanda mana namana namana. De namana shanda mana namana namana namana. Go namana shanda mana namana namana. Go namana shanda mana namana. De namana shanda mana namana namana. Go namana shanda mana namana. Pray, pray. Don't get tired. Pray. Go namana shanda. De namana shanda mana namana namana. Go namana shanda mana namana. ंग the same power oh lord thank you for the gift of the holy spirit that we will never lack in zeal anymore in our lives there will be spiritual fervor in our lives we will serve the lord lord we just pray holy spirit you take control of our hearts take control of our lives be our helper take control of our hearts and our life so that we will be truly on fire there will be enthusiasm there will be zeal 
passion in our lives and energy to continue to serve you. Thank you, Lord. Raise your hand. Hallelujah, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Go Namana Shanda. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and to the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks, Colin, for that superb talk.